Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Good afternoon, Delight, and welcome to the show that is Sugary Spiceness and Everything Niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colac and District, 88.7 FM if you're along the coast. Stream me online at ocrfm.org.au, or welcome to anyone who's uh, listening back in the future via the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going, Mr. Max? Good. Good. What have you been up to this week? We've been... Um, sailing. Sailing. I did see some pictures of uh, you, well, actually moving pictures. Yeah. You were out on uh, Lake Colac? Uh-huh. How was that? Good. Bit of a breeze? Yeah. <laughs> really windy. For your first one? Yeah. So it would have taken you a bit further than uh, anticipated? We went out um, further than I've ever been. Yep. Because <laughs> normally you paddle about in a canoe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is where the literally the wind takes you. Yeah. What was the experience like? Really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Going back for a second round? Yeah. Excellent. And I believe you brought along a friend today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who have you brought? Dad. And uh, is there something special about uh, Dad today? It's his birthday. <laughs> hey! <laughs> So, happy birthday, Darren. Thank you. Now, uh, I hope you've got something special planned for him today on the show, Max. Yeah. Mm-hmm, you have. Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, how's the day been so far, Darren? Oh, yes, it's good. We went down to Jelly Brand to the auction. Mm-hmm. Had a bit of a look around there, and we've been back, and I don't know, what, did a bit down the scout hall, and yeah, that's just a cruisy day. Cruisy, cruisy day. Are you ready to uh, head around the world? Head around the world. Yes, yep. yes. Find out where we are this week with the Unbox. Should be good. Let's go. Okie dokie, Max. So we're in uh, the middle of Greece at the moment. We've opened up a few different things from the Unbox. What's uh, what's the sweet treat you've chosen for us today? Syrup dough pastry with almonds and walnuts. Syrup dough pastry. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And milk. What do you call it, Max? <laughs> yeah, do you want to try and pronounce the, the, uh, the Greek um, name? Oriental. <laughs> that one's the easy one. <laughs> Oriental. <laughs> Traditional Greek pastry. Oriental. Saragli. S-A-R-A-G-L-I. Mm-hmm. Saragli. Righto. And uh, what's the other item that you've chosen from the box? Milk chocolate coated wafers with cocoa for cream filling. They're sounding pretty run-of-the-mill. Serenata. That one's an easier one. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how uh, how Greek these items are. So which one are we starting with? 
um, we'll go with... The syrupy phyllo dough? Yeah. Okie dokie. So, when you're exploring around Greece, there are a few things that you have to do. You've Open got to, the packet. <laughs> you've got to go and see the Parthenon. Perhaps soak up the sun on one of those white sandy beaches and try baklava. Now, uh, I'm not sure, were you uh, part of the OCRFM team when we did baklava last on uh, Afternoon Delight? I don't know. Don't know? I should probably, yeah. So, for any podcast listeners out there, we've been doing this show for a number of years. There's been uh, different uh, hosts over the time. It's only recently we've started doing the podcast, so there are sometimes we will refer back to stuff that's happened on the previous show that uh, might not have been on the podcast before. Very syrupy. Very syrupy indeed. So baklava is nothing short of a national treasure when it comes to Greece. Um, you'd be hard-pressed to find a single Greek celebration that doesn't have it. So they come up at um, weddings, holiday dinners, birthday parties... Without a platter of this syrupy nut-filled sweet front and centre, it is not a Greek celebration. This is Greek to a T. What's the, you're doing the sniff test there, Dan? Should smell it. it. Smells like fruit cake, like Christmas fruit cake. Cinnamon, oh, cinnamony. Yeah, yeah. cinnamony. That's a good. Word. Yep. So Greek baklava never gets boring. There are tons of different varieties. We should do another baklava uh, episode of the show in the future. Um, so there's Corombianina, which is the itty bitty size variety, uh, and the Katafia, the kind that's made with stringy shredded phyllo dough, and the Saragil, a uh, Saragli, sorry. This version takes all the elements of the original baklava, which is a flaky dough, buttery syrup, almonds, walnuts made up into a kind of a paste, puts them into these tiny little rolls, which kind of look like. I don't know, sushi, spring roll style? Mom's got a hole to it. Hole through, mm. yeah. Mm, it is too. And uh, it's a perfect little party treat. So, you haven't had baklava then before, Max? I don't know. Don't know? Don't believe you would have, Max. <laughs> Can't so, say I have. yeah, the syrupy stuff goes right through the pastry. You've, you've got that, um, as you said, that fruity aroma. So the almonds um, and the walnuts should give it that really nutty taste. Yeah, very nutty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, all the syrup soaks into the dough. It's very sticky. <laughs> mm, very sticky. What's your thoughts? Pas- Pretty good. The pastry has like a dryness to it, even though it's soaked. Yeah. So it's moist, but yeah. still very dry. Mm. It's quite nice. It's kind of an inverse um, what's the word? It tricks your brain. Mm. Because it is so dry, even though it feels so wet. <laughs> Finger looking good. Though. Finger looking good. So, nutty. I think we're coming from the, um, the fruitcake mm. element. It's very... It's sort of almost... Musty? Sandpapery on your tongue. Like yeah. Very abrasive sort of eating it. But... At the same time, you've got that real sweetness of the yeah. the honey like the syrup. Liquid. Yeah, the honey syrup, yeah. Mm. But yeah, you can definitely taste cinnamon and fruit, but it definitely smelt like Christmas pudding, like yeah. Christmas cake. <laughs> yes, definitely. Fruit loaf cake. And that'd be all the... It's that time of year, people would be mm. starting to collect all their dried fruit and uh, popping in the certain uh, ingredients to get it ready to boil it's next month. It's quite sweet. It is, and it sits at the back of your mouth. Mm. Yeah. Like, um, the the sweetness overpowers the 
bland, as you say, sandpapery mm. kind of taste. And then you get left with almost your tongue coated in that walnutty paste. It's um, you, you do actually need a drink after it's just a yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Thumbs up, thumbs down. What are we going, Max? I'm doing one thumb up. One out of two. Yeah, one thumb. One all round. Okay, well, let's see then if we can uh, boost that to a two thumber with the Serenata fingers. Milk chocolate coated wafers. Oh, Greece is where wafers were invented. Did you know that? No. Mm. Ancient Greeks first started cooking up the treats called obilius in 146 BC. They would pour batter between two hot plates, which were attached to wooden sticks, uh, which basically created a kind of ancient waffle iron, I guess you'd call it. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd cook the wafers to perfection, then top them with herbs and cheese. Because, <laughs> you know, chocolate hadn't been introduced to ancient Greece. It was still over in the Mayan areas. Fast forward 2,000 years to 1970, the Greek company Totus Bingo created their flagship product, which is what you got in your hand there, the Serenata Wafer. It's a rich, chocolatey take on the millennia-old tradition, which quickly became a household name across modern Greece. It is four crispy wafers, which are slathered in kind of a cocoa cream. Then that's coated in chocolate and drizzled with even more chocolate on the outside. Mm-hmm. The closest we've got... Um, in Australia would be the chocolate wafer, which is a two wafer. Yeah. But this is four. It's a very thin layer. It's probably only each layer is probably maybe a mil, two millimetres each. Mm. Yeah, because the entire wafer biscuit would only be, what, a couple centimetres high? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the outside, it's a, even a thin layer of chocolate. Very thin layer of chocolate, isn't it? Just It's not like a... You know, a chocolate bar where you have a, a lot of chocolate, you can actually still see the shape of the wafer through the chocolate. Yes. And then the thicker, dark, drizzled chocolate over the top. Just like the zigzag, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. But yeah, you can definitely see the layers of the cocoa cream through the middle. Very wafer crunchy. Super <laughs> crunchy. Okay. Max, what are you thinking as you munch down on the uh, chocolatey wafer? If you have a lot and then break it down with your tongue, it's sort of soft. It does melt in your mouth yeah, a little wafer. bit. The wafer just disintegrates. Yeah. And because there's not much chocolate on it, like it's still chocolatey enough, hmm. definitely, you've definitely got that cocoa taste to it. What's that? There was a chocolate bar used to be out. It was in a yellow packet. Mm-hmm. It was a wafer fingers. Flake? No, or I don't know. Flake. Um, wafer. I reckon it had caramel as well. Like Twix sort like of Like a Twix. I reckon it's close to that. Yep. The actual wafer looks green, so it looks it thinks like it's going to be mint, but it's not mint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get Max too excited. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, very, very light and fluffy. Mm. Um, that melt in your mouth. Pop as you uh, close your mouth, and then all of a sudden it's gone. Not, mm. mu- not much to chew. Yeah, it just disappears. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it leaves a, a lingering chocolatey taste. Mm-hmm. Anything else on that one? No. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Two thumbs up. <laughs> I'm like still that. just a one-thumber. You're still on a one-thumber? One. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is uh, a couple of treats out of our yum box. Uh, we'll be back to do that again next week. For now, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll jump into this week's topic. Kids Kingdom, come for a play or stay all day. Enjoy coffee and a sweet treat or lunch from our full on-site cafe menu. Book a party in one of our three colourful party rooms. Inquire today, 52315633. 
Kids Kingdom, proud sponsor of Afternoon Delight on OCR FM. Afternoon Delight. It is time for us to uh, take a look at this week's topic. Now, have uh, you prepared uh, something fun for Dad for his birthday, something that he'll love? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What have we got? Licorice. Licorice. So you're a fan, Dan? I uh, do. Dan? 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 Really Where did like Dan licorice, come from, Darren? Yes. <laughs> you're yeah, a licorice Yes, I like a traditional black licorice. Yep. I was going to say, uh, what's your memories, fun facts about licorice? Um, I don't know. Just your... Old Daryl Lee bag at the show. Yes. Um, Dad always ate licorice. He always liked the black licorice. That mm-hmm. was his sort of treat. Yep. And so as a kid, you'd get a little bit every now and then of that and just carry that on, I suppose. I just like the licorice. Yep, the taste. Uh, yeah, yeah. Any of the aniseeds after flavouring. Yeah, yeah, black jelly beans. Yeah, like black jelly beans. Black oh. cats, black jelly beans. All that stuff's good. How about you, Max? I like it. You like it too? Yeah. What Do you, do you know much about licorice? No. Not really? Does it taste good? It tastes good. (laughs) That's pretty much it. Well, licorice itself is the root of a plant. Did you know that? No. Mm. So the flavour comes from a herb native to Middle East, South Europe and parts of Asia such as India. And it's not technically related to the flavour that everyone assumes it is. So it's not an actual aniseed plant. So... A lot of people say licorice and aniseed are the the same flavour. Oh, I thought it was, yeah. Yeah, but the last time we spoke about licorice on the the show, technically they're two different plants. So it's not related to the anise, the star anise or the fennel, which do have a similar taste. Licorice flavours are often used as sweeteners in European and Middle Eastern countries that are derived from an aniseed plant. Does that make sense? So uh, licorice extract have been used in traditional medicine for many, many years, and um, excessive consumption may result in adverse effects to... Uh, Upset belly. Yeah, basically. Um, it can also increase your blood pressure and muscle really? weakness. Yeah, if you there eat you too go. much licorice. So the word licorice comes from uh, the Greek word meaning sweet root, and there's a couple of different spellings. Um, how do you think licorice is spelled? L-E-Q-U. It's a tricky one. R-I-S-E. Not too bad, not too bad. It's a C at the end. So I was always brought up on L-I-Q-U-O-R-I-C-E, but the American spelling is L-I-C-O-R-I-C-E. So, depending... A lot of the, the bags have the uh, American spelling. I was waiting for you to bring something out that was totally different. No, no, no. But uh, I'm, I'm very happy that the Australian-made uh. stuff goes with kind of the Commonwealth spelling. Because when when researching stuff, I, I kept coming across the two different spellings. You know, what the... So, the plant itself uh, can grow to one metre in height and has um, little leaflets that come off it. Um, they sprout flowers that are long, purple to a pale whitish blue, and they produce a fruit in a pod that has several seeds in it, but that's not the part that gets turned into licorice. So I've never eaten a licorice fruit, but yeah, I've definitely eaten a lot of the the root over the years. Yeah. 
Mm. Um, licorice grows best in well-drained soils in deep valleys with full sun. So countries such as India, Iran, Italy, Afghanistan, uh, Pakistan have great growing conditions. Uh, the world's leading manufacturer of licorice is MNF Worldwide, and it makes 70% of the worldwide licorice flavours across the globe. Most licorice was once used as a flavouring for tobacco to flavour, enhance and moisten the uh, agents in American blend cigarettes. Mm. That was the original use for uh, the flavouring. Licorice provided tobacco products with a natural sweetness and a very distinctive flavour. Um, and as of 2009, the US Food and Drug Administration banned any characterising flavours other than menthol from cigarettes. Oh. So the, uh, the licorice flavour apparently was phased out. There you go. Uh, licorice flavour itself is found in lots of different types of foods, uh, other than just the kind of licorice strap. Wh- what do you know gets made with licorice or is used in licorice? Oh, I don't know. You got bullets, licorice bullets, yeah. yeah. You got your red licorice. Mm-hmm. I think they're like all sorts as well. Those sorts yeah. of things. So in the Netherlands, they've got a very different type of licorice to us. In its solid form, it will get mixed with mint, menthol, aniseed, or laurel. Is that like laurel or... Hardy. <laughs> no, what's the word on that was coming around? Did you hear him say laurel? Or did oh, you yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what was that word? I, can't I remember, remember what that word was. I always heard laurel, so... Yeah, I always, yeah, same. Mm. Um, but they also have a salty liquid. Yana. Yeah, that's it. Yana or laurel, that's right. <laughs> Um, so, tra- uh, the traditional kind of Nordic um, licorice is very, very salty. We're used to a sweet one here in uh, Australia and New Zealand. Um, but, yeah, the salty licorice is very Dutch and Nordic. Uh, Dried-out sticks of licorice root are also a traditional confectionery in their own right in the Netherlands. Um, they were sold separately as sticks called zoothout or sweetwood. So, you're literally chewing on the root before it was all cooked up. Um, And through chewing and sucking, the intensely sweet flavour is released from the root. This sweetness is about 30 to 50 times stronger than sucrose, and it doesn't damage your teeth. Oh, wow. So where people might chew on sugar cane (laughs) to get that sugary hit, or lollies, um, this doesn't coat your teeth in the the damaging uh, sugary layers that cause cavities and stuff like that. So technically, chewing on a licorice root will get you that sweet high without doing teeth damage. There you go. Where do you buy these roots? Yeah, <laughs> grow your own. Um, the root of the plant is dug up, washed, dried, and chewed as a mouth freshener in Italy, Spain, and France. And uh, the small black pieces made from 100% licorice extract are also available as a liqueur in um, you know Syria and Egypt. So they add that into... Sambuca. And drinks <laughs> like that, yeah. Um, its major dose-limiting toxicities are cortricosteroid. I can't pronounce the word. Um, so that is what gives you the uh, cortisol degradation, hypoleukemia, weight gain, and hypertension. Mm. So eating too much can be uh, not so good for your body. Um, they believe that um, foods containing licorice 
are safe if not consumed excessively. So it will give you an upset tummy if you eat, you know, um, too much, but it can also lead to ongoing health. Um, kind of they they refer to it as licorice poisoning. So yeah, anything like that, not nice. But uh, yeah, various licorice products um, include. Uh, humbugs and stuff like that, the licorice flavouring in humbugs. You can get um, uh, licorice drinks. They have uh, licorice chips as well. There you go, some benefits as well. There are some benefits to eating it, yeah. Yeah. And uh, in the past couple of decades, they've branched out from having just that aniseed flavour into many different um, flavours of licorice, which we will be uh, looking at in uh, just a moment. But uh, there you go. So that's the the basic breakdown of uh, who, what, why, where, and when licorice is. So which part of the licorice do you actually eat? What's it called? (laughs) The black part. (laughs) Yeah, the root. So uh, as I said, never never have I had the actual licorice fruit, but apparently um, it's the root bit you eat. Um, We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back after this to uh, sample some licorice, let you know what we've got here in the studio. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time for us to go head-to-head here in the studio. We've got a couple of different questions we're asking today. We haven't talked much on the podcast about Daryl Lee, but they invented soft-eating licorice. Yeah. Uh, it's called Batch 37, and they just kept um, changing up their recipe until they invented it. That's why it's called Batch 37, because guess <laughs> how many times they uh, they played around with the recipe until they got what they wanted. 37. Yeah, 36 times. <laughs> <laughs> 37 was the, the magic number. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so they invented soft eating licorice. Before that, everyone just ate hard licorice. So the first question we have to ask, are you a hard licorice fan or a soft licorice fan? What about... Good question. Haven't really thought too much about the different hard or soft. It's just licorice, licorice, licorice. Licorice, licorice and licorice. So they they look very similar. Um, I haven't got any Dutch licorice, sorry. (laughs) Um, I also didn't get the one metre licorice strap, which uh, a lot of us were brought up on. So what's the difference? They both feel soft. Do they? Oh, maybe I've picked up the wrong bag. I have. Dang it. Ah, I've been tricked. Well, we can't ask that question. (laughs) Well, maybe I was smart enough to already get some in. Yeah. Oh, no, even that's a bit soft. Hard eating licorice is hard. It's less chewy. Dang it. Tastes good. Head-to-head yep. head between these two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hard-eating licorice is a lot denser. It doesn't have that soft centre. It's not very bendy. You've kind of almost got to snap it to... Okay. Uh, dang. So if you think of um, uh, licorice all sorts, you know how the licorice in that is very hard to chew? Yep. So if you get oh yes yep okay yeah that that style of licorice but in still in the, the long not strap but what do you call this licorice rope yeah rope I suppose yeah yeah so we've got two lots of soft eating licorice dang it <laughs> that didn't work 
Well, then we'll just have to go to uh, my, my backup plan, which is uh, the different flavours of licorice. So you're saying that you're a fan of the um, uh, the straight-laced eating licorice, just the black stuff, yeah. the aniseed-ish flavour. It's quite good. To compare the two, though, I definitely like that one. That's, yeah. The mm-hmm. Batch 37 definitely has which a better flavour. Which is the uh, the Daryl Lee. We've also mm. got kind of a home brandy version. But um, I've also got some uh, different flavours of licorice here. Now, you can probably tell by looking what each of these ones are. But uh, I want to see if you can still have a guess. Ooh. So, do you want to describe what's in front of you? It's red licorice mm-hmm. in a swirl shape. Yep. Good work. It, it seems hard. Good. It is, yeah, so it's, it's that kind of consistency of the black licorice that I was, I thought I was getting. It smells sweeter. Mm-hmm. And flavour-wise, what are you predicting? It's hard because it messes with your brain. Rather I think because it's red, it's got to taste like strawberry. Mm-hmm. Rather <coughs> strawberry or raspberry? Yeah. Okay, go for the nibble. Let us know. Oh, it is very... Very raspberry. Yeah. So this is pure raspberry licorice. Mm. <laughs> um, very much so. Contrast yeah. in flavour to the aniseedy taste. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Less bite. And right, while you're uh, munching on that, <laughs> I'll get the next lot ready. So this next one uh, is a combination where licorice products can have an outer layer and then an inner, almost fondant layer. Mm. So this has got a brown on the outside and then the squishy yellow stuff on the inside. I don't think I've seen one of these ones before. No. So I was lucky enough to have a chat to the uh, the lolly shop at the Colac show over yep. this one. They had just oh, layers and layers and layers. So of the licorice. yellow inside looks like a, you know, the banana lollies. That's yes. sort of the colour. Yep. yep. Very yellow. And the brown looks like cola. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's what I was going to say. You're predicting that style of stuff, kind of cola and cola and lemon. Yeah. Okay. Have a bit of a, a nibble. Let me know. Oh. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> the, the yellow inside is really strong. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe pineapple. What flavour is that? <laughs> that is the question that I am asking you. <laughs> Doesn't taste like banana. No. Maybe pineapple. What yeah. are you thinking, Max? I think that might be pineapple. It is colour and pineapple, yes. Color nice and work. Pineapple. There you go. <laughs> so it's amazing what they can compact down to lolly form. Mm-hmm. If you look the if you look the outside, it tastes like cola. Mm-hmm. And the inside, yeah. So different a whole different sort of different eating altogether, like a different hmm combination okay well our next ones are all sour flavors i apologize in advance if you're not a sour fan darren for some strange reason small children seem to enjoy it (laughs) hmm very blue extremely blue (coughs) excuse me lots of sugar for the look of it lots and lots of sugar so the outside of this is coated with a kind of citric acid base which will give you the sour flavor max has given it the sniff test I can only taste the citric acid. I can, I can smell. It smells like bubble gum. Bubble gum, yeah, yeah. What are you thinking, Max? Blueberry. Blueberry, perhaps. 
Okay, go for the, the nibble test. What is your mouth being enveloped in? Bubblegum. Bubblegum? I don't know, it's got a different... It smelled like bubblegum. Maybe that was just the sugar mm-hmm. you could smell. I'm getting blueberry now. Mm-hmm. Don't know. You get the citric, the acid, whatever you call it, on the kind outside. of does master. It sort flavor. of masks a lot of things. It just tastes very sweet, yeah. very sugary. It is actually the same flavor as the first one. It is blue raspberry. Is it? Yeah. So oh. it's a blue color, but it should mm. taste exactly like the raspberry. I was thinking blue raspberry. <laughs> <first>. <laughs> Go with your gut feeling, Max. Mm. So yeah, uh, even though it is blue. And it is like bright blue. Mm. We're talking fluorescent kind of blue. Mm. Highlighter. I think the citric ac- citric acid masks a little bit of the... We've got two more to go. This one, again, is covered in the citric acid on the outside. It's oh. got a bright green outer layer and then a white centre. Can't smell anything. Can't smell anything off that one? No. No. You'll just have to go for the, the chew test and let us know um, what you think it is. Well, you're not curling apple. your nose up. Yep. Yep. Going with sour apple. That's like sour apple to me. Sour apple indeed it is. It's not a nice sour apple. No. <laughs> <laughs> just have that whole feeling of sour. Even the aftertaste is sour apple. It's sour apple as well. Ooh, this one looks cool. Okay, last one. It's green and purple. Mm-hmm. With, with an inside, inside red, pink, pinky twist. This is definitely going to be bubblegum or something. Bubblegum or something like that. Still no smell. No smell on that one. There were literally tens of flavours to choose mm. from at the uh, at the show. Bubblegum. You think I've bubble had gum? this flavour before. Makes as definite as bubblegum. No, it's not bubblegum. Yep. It's a, it's a tricky flavour to put your finger on. It's like apple and blueberry. Like. Yeah. It's tutti-frutti. <laughs> tutti-frutti. Yeah. So there is yeah. no specific flavour as to what mm. it is. I was going to go with uh, watermelon because it's a similar sort yeah. of flavour. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it is sour tutti-frutti. But, uh, yeah, the, the flavours do get Lots of sugar. condensed into that licorice. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Happy birthday, Darren. Thanks. <laughs> You're going to be a sugar now. high. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you've got a favourite flavour of um, uh, licorice, let mm. us know. We'll, we'll post up some of the different... Um, flavors on the facebook page and let us know are you a fan of hard licorice or soft licorice apologies that uh, i accidentally got two bags of the same style i thought i was winning with the the licorice <laughs> twist there but no it's not the hard licorice i was going for uh, we'll be back right after this break with our sweetest tune <laughs> Time on Afternoon Delight for our sweetest tune, and today we've gone for a song from a band called Grand Funk Railroad. Now, despite their name, Grand Funk Railroad don't actually play funk music. They uh, came through in the 70s, and they are a hard rock band, um, and apparently their name is a play on words of the Grand Trunk Western Railroad, which runs through their hometown of Flint, Michigan. So, uh, the song that we've chosen uh do you remember what it's called max um 
It was your dad's favourite flavour. Oh, I can't remember. Black licorice. <laughs> Black licorice. <laughs> so it's from their second uh, album released in 1975 called Caught in the Act. Early pressings of the album simply have the band's name on it, on the front cover and the spine, and uh, then the full name of the different record labels. It's not until later pressings where they put on all the details of the rest of the album, which was a bit silly. Um, the 2003 remastered version has a total playtime of 79 minutes, which is squeezed onto one disc. Quite a feat uh, for a record. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, Black Licorice is the name of the song, and this is what it sounds like. That was our sweetest tune there on Afternoon Delight from Grand Funk Railroad. That was Black Licorice. Still got a bit of funk to it. Yes, yes. I don't think it was quite as heavy as what I was imagining. <laughs> the lyrics were pretty clean. It was good. Yeah, considering what some of those uh, 70s bands got up to yes. with their, their loud... I know my mum always says she went to... I think it was like Glastonbury or something like that or... Oh, I can't think what the Australian version was. Sunbury? Sunbury. And, uh, yes, she managed to be in the front uh, while Deep Purple was setting up, and then the rest of the crowd just came up. So she was in the front of Deep Purple, who were the loudest band in the world at the time. And uh, she couldn't hear for three days (laughs) (laughs) afterwards. Um, So that is, yeah, our sweetest tune for this week. Time now on Afternoon Delight to uh, share a recipe. Radio Max, what are we going to be cooking up this week? We're making black licorice. Uh huh, funny that. <laughs> what do you need to make uh, black licorice? Eight tablespoons of unsalted butter, a cup of sugar, half a cup of dark corn syrup, half a cup of sweetened condensed milk, a quarter of a cup of molasses, an eighth of a teaspoon of salt, three quarters of a cup of wheat flour, one and a half tablespoons of annex extract, uh, one and a half teaspoons of black food colouring. Yeah, don't want to put too much in or it'll be darker than black. <laughs> Do you remember that ad, Darren? Got, got any blacker? Yeah, blacker than black. <laughs> school, the school shoes ad. <clears throat> okay, how do we make uh, black licorice? Line a glass, eight-inch baking dish with parchment and grease. Bring butter, syrup, butter sugar, syrup, milk, molasses and salt to the boil. Mm-hmm. Over high heat in a saucepan fitted with candy thermometer until temperature reaches 124 degrees. Mm-hmm. Remove from heat and stir in flour extract and colouring. Pour into pan, chill 
until film for about 30 to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Invert on a cutting board, peel off paper and cut into the quarter th- thick ropes. Twist the shape, place on baking sheets, chill for 20 to 30 minutes until set. Now, uh, up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, we posted a video of how to make red licorice because that comes out uh, kind of squirted onto the, the baking sheets in long, thin ropes that get uh, automatically twisted. But, yeah, to uh, to do it on its own, you're um, going to be doing... Uh, kind of cutting it into long ropes and then twisting after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Righty-ho. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back to check out what's new on the shelf right after this. What's new, Pussycat? Okay, it is time for us to find out what's new on the shelf this week, Max. That is a big package. What have you got there? It is Big Taste Choc Biscuit Crunch. So it's a Cadbury... Is it a block of chocolate? Yep. It is? Yeah. Is it really, Max? When you open it up, you have to wait and see. I think it's more like a finger biscuit. Is it? Like a... Oh, like a Kit Kat style. Like a Kit Kat style. Yeah. Yeah, I can come at you. Oh, no, no. no. actually pieces. So this is like a massive block of chocolate. I'm. Is that like 20 centimetres or 30, almost 30 centimetres long? Yeah, it'd be about a foot long. Yeah. That is a massive block. Wow. Okay, do you want to uh, tell us what is inside <laughs> this block of chocolate? It is... Milk chocolate with biscuits, cro- choc cream, and cream. So it looks like the choc cream looks like a fondue, what you were saying before, like a light. Yeah, like out of a cream lolly, you know. The mm-hmm. It's different, isn't it? It looks like it, yeah. It's a fair slab of chocolate on the bottom, and then it's got like a biscuit like piece. A thick biscuit layer, yeah. Yeah, and then it's got like a milk, like a... A cream base. Kind of looks like, you know, Mari biscuit consistency. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the melted chocolate on top. But it does look like a giant block of chocolate. Tastes alright. It's almost like a small, but inside out. Hmm. Kind of. Where you would have the biscuit, then the marshmallow, and the chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of style thing. This has got chocolate on the outside, biscuit on the inside. And what was the layer under the biscuit, or on the biscuit? Nom, nom, nom. (laughs) It goes, um... Milk chocolate, the bottom, mm-hmm. and then the choc cream, then the biscuit, then the normal cream, then another um, More chocolate. layer of the choc cream, and then the top. Good stuff. Okay, then. Thumbs up, thumbs oh, down. Yeah, get the picture of the biscuits. Ah, oh, um, it's the nice biscuit. Yeah. The without, no, yeah. Without, the, um, without the sugar coating. Without the sugar coating. Coolio. <laughs> Time for us to wrap up the show by unwrapping the Kinder Surprise.
Radio. Max, what is inside this week's Kinder Surprise? The, the, um, the wrappers off. Wrappers was sticking to the <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> Can it pop? Oh, lots of. Okay, multi mega piece together. It's a turtle. You're predicting turtle? Oh, yes. Yeah. I can see why you're predicting a turtle. <laughs> why do you think it's a turtle? It's got a shell and a head mm-hmm. as one piece. Yep. <laughs> and the flippers as well. Because what is the difference between a tortoise and a turtle? You have called it the right thing. Do you know the difference? No. So turtles have flippers. Tortoises have feet. Uh-huh. And there's no extra instructions this week? Last week when Max pieced it all together, he found <laughs> afterwards that he'd left all the paper, stickers and stuff inside the egg that needed to uh, needed to be added. I'll let you try and descri- <laughs> describe what you're doing He's there, Max. He's struggling there, Max. He's struggling. <laughs> um, it's like a giant... Jigsaw. Yeah. So he's trying to attach the feet part to the tortoise's underbelly. And then, so the front and back legs are joined together and you've got to put one on either side. Is that right? Mm Mm-hmm. Because originally you were trying to put, you thought they were back legs and front legs. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a little rubber band attached. What's that for? I don't know. Do you need to read the instructions? I think I know what it's for. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I think I know what it's for, too. He's doing his darndest not to read the instructions. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I think he's worked out that you need to attach the rubber band to the two other legs on the other side so that when they move, they're going to pull against each other, which will give it a bit of a swimming foot motion. Okay, so he's got the legs attached, finishing off with the head and shell combo, and all joined up with a little click gives us, ah, a little swimming turtle. (laughs) <laughs> what, what's the name of the turtle from Finding Nemo? The cool, cool dude one? I, I haven't remember. seen it in ages. No, it's been a while. There's been a Finding Dory since then. But that is it. That is our uh, afternoon delight for this week, the licorice edition. Happy birthday again, Darren. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed some uh, licorice treats today. I'm picked up again now. We'll get ready to go. Plenty <laughs> full, of sugar. Full of sugar. Uh, last week on the show, we were asking you the big questions about Birdie Beetle, and man, did that uh, open up the floodgates of nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was pretty excited about uh, Birdie Beetle being on the show. Uh, we also had a few different um, suggestions of uh, what's the best thing at uh, the show. Uh, a lot of people are fans of fairy floss and jam donuts and things like that. So uh, this week on the show, head to our Afternoon Delight Facebook page and cast your vote. Um, we've already got a few votes up there. Which is better, soft licorice or hard licorice? Uh, one is a clear leader at the moment. You can't tell until you click on your vote. Oh. We can see this side of the uh, the vote, which one's in the lead. But uh, you'll have to vote to find out next week on the show what is the overall champion. Until then, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next Sunday from 3 to do it all again. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. See ya. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight Gonna grab some afternoon delight My motto's always been when it's right, it's right Why wait until the middle of a cold dark night When
everything's a little clearer in the light of Is always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the spark ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skylight rockets in flight 